Hello everyone, this is uh, Marianne here and you're listening to Random Sage with Marianne from Revealing Light. I'm just back from a walk um, in out in nature and really enjoyed my time there, my downtime actually. It's Monday morning here and I've had a rather, shall I just say, uninterrupted and natural start to the day. I want to talk uh, today about... Um, well, an American uh, candidate for the president, uh, Ron DeSantis, most of you would know that he has uh, crashed and burned in the polls. And in fact, his donors are pulling away from him and his campaign is in real trouble. This was supposed to be somebody that would uh, be a front runner uh, to prevent uh, multiple time Loser, the former president of the United States uh, and now criminal defendant. Yep, it gets pretty murky. Donald Trump from uh, taking winning the nomination and standing yet again for president when he's under multiple indictments for very, very serious matters, including um, what we think will be uh, preventing uh, voting uh, being counted uh, and certified. So taking away people's rights, their very fundamental rights at, at, at our, in our democracy uh, and inciting uh, an insurrection uh, that uh, that led to the delay in that vote counting on January the 6th, 2020. There's also a number of other things um, that he's facing another uh, very serious indictments under the Espionage Act uh, from taking um, classified documents, top secret documents, which didn't belong to him. They belonged to the American people. And I might add that under a, an arrangement, um, uh, some of this intelligence gathering was from uh, countries like mine in Australia. One uh, particular document that he waved around and ordered cokes over and laughed, um, allegedly, well, we heard his voice on the audio, um, was America's battle plan for uh, an invasion of Iran. So imagine that getting into the wrong hands, yet we still have people that support him. I will never understand that. But back to Florida. Recently, uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, in his war against what he defines as woke, uh, I still don't understand what he means by woke, but he seems to uh, he seems to align that with compassion and tolerance. Um, and seems to see those things as as weak as a weakness. Um, his state in Florida has banned certain books, banned uh, the word gay, um, <laughs> a whole raft of cracking down on what people, uh, what people, uh, people's rights and what they fought for over the over the the years. He's introducing a requirement for students to be, or has introduced, or is introducing a, a requirement for students to be taught that slaves did get some benefit from slavery, being enslaved, from being taken from their, their country of origin, brought in ships. It wasn't just the, um, the African Americans either. It was the Irish too, very vulnerable uh, peoples taken in ships, sold to the highest bidder and then set for set to work. Australia did a similar thing 
in uh, with the Aboriginal peoples. They would give them rations and they would work for free on the big um, sheep and cattle stations that were beginning to be established on the farms. Uh, so we we had slavery here too. Uh, it's a shameful period of history that we all have learnt, uh, hopefully have learnt from, but when I look at uh, people like Ron DeSantis, I start to wonder just how deep and how um, fed income, as we say in Australia, that learning um, and progression has been. It seems like it's a regression. But let's unpack that. Let's unpack that for a minute. Slaves did get some benefit i.e. job skills. I think the case study will be uh, a slave that was taught blacksmithing or learnt blacksmithing and uh, went on um, to become a blacksmith. All right, let's unpack that for a minute. DeSantis is um, far right of the of Donald Trump. He wants to get on the far right of um, Trump, who is who is far right in certain things within himself. It is a play. Um, it's a play for the uh, for the partisan. It's a play for uh, those neo-type Nazi fascist type people that feel threatened and don't want to carry around what they call guilt anymore. So why has his campaign crashed? crashed? Well, he lacks the charisma of, uh, well, if you call Trump charisma, Trump has an illusion of charisma and it's, uh, it's a con. As soon as those scales fall, uh, it's revealed to be a con. DeSantis doesn't even have that allure or um, illusion of charisma. Um, he is uh, seen as petulant, um, small-minded, intolerant, and I would say very immature. Why? Okay, so why has his campaign crashed? Well, uh, apart from uh, a lack of compassion, um, as I said, he's a political partisan, uh, and if some have said a white supremacist, you'd have to be to start flogging a propaganda talking point like slavery uh, that they got job skills while they was while uh, people were slaves. If we transplant that over to Australia, uh, I'm pretty sure a far right politician's going to come out and say, "Well, what would the Aboriginal peoples have been doing? Uh, it, they would have just been starving." Um, we fed them and they got wonderful skills to become stockmen and some of them did go on to be very good stockmen and to eventually get paid for their work. It is pretty laughable, isn't it? So DeSantis's um, nonsense around uh, the, this propaganda is uh, is very typical. He's been taking on what is considered woke and uh, he he's embedding the idea that you'd have to be woke to say slavery was all bad. And that's that's really what he's saying is you'd have to be woke, silly, stupid to say that slavery was all bad. But hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. It is a pretty obvious um, deflection that his side, 
who were responsible for the slavery that went called, went to war, a civil war, in order uh, to keep slavery, uh, that his side was greedy, that his side was morally bankrupt, <laughs> that his side in many ways are still that way because he's actually using cultural wars and people's vulnerabilities to advance himself politically. But I want to make this point, the point, the point of learning from history is not to be weighed down with guilt and for that guilt to be used as a weapon by whatever side. The point is to evolve and to learn. And when we do that, we know that we've learned from our mistakes. We know that there's a good ch chance that if that learning was deep enough and complete enough that we become able to say that was a mistake and we will never do that again. That is the point of learning from history. It isn't a political weapon for whatever, whatever side of politics. It's not, it shouldn't be because it is, it is separate from politics. It is about learning from our mistakes and not repeating them. That's how society advances. That's how democracies advance. That's how civilizations advance. It's not the woke, supposedly woke, however you define woke, mob that's stuck in the past. It is literally the political movement, wherever that may be, predominantly in America, make America great again. It's been taken on by in various other democracies. Make America great again, saying it's not great. It's an obvious let's return to the past. But let's have a look at the type of people that get sucked into this MAGA movement, these cultural wars, they are confused, they are gullible. They can be threatening and they can lash out. They can also be vulnerable and they can also be very lost. Because if you look at what happened when criminal defendant Trump incited the insurrection, attempted coup, stopping the certification of the votes, stopping taking away, trying to take away people's rights to have their vote counted. My God, that's about as serious as it gets, isn't it? And it's sounding to me a little bit like, well, those slaves who were housed sometimes in appalling conditions, they were raped, they were beaten up, they were lynched, whipped, set their freedom, their very right to be free was taken away from them. It's kind of like doing that, isn't it? So these people are firmly entrenched in the past and they're firmly entrenched in trying to justify what occurred in the past. And when they can't justify, they lie and con. It's not working for DeSantis because 
as I said, he doesn't have that allure or illusion of an allure. He's actually, well, as far as I'm concerned, a little bit unlikable. He wouldn't be the most popular person in the class, would he? So what do we expect in a civil society? We expect tolerance. We expect freedom of our rights. We expect a right to have to have a say. And we most funda fundamentally expect the right for our vote to be counted because that underpins democracy. The current iteration of the Republican Party, the MAGA side of the Republican Party and the complicit Republicans that go along with that, and anyone else who supports this is complicit in trying to take away people's right to have their vote counted. So we don't need to be walking around un under the guilt of what happened in the past. We only need to be walking around in that safe and secure knowledge that we've learned and that we've gained and acknowledge the mistakes. And then we move forward better and stronger. But it seems uh, the world, it's not just America, is trying to stop progress. And they're using politics and power to do that. At the end of the day, it's up to people like you and me to have a say and to use our voices to highlight how transparent these political and power plays actually are. Okay, on that note, let's, and I should say that the so-called far-right Christian movement that supports this are equally complicit. All right, let's ask um, what is it that we need to learn about how society progresses. I'm using the Guardian of the Night Tarot. What is it that we need to learn about how? How society, how our civilization advances. Rather than regress and go backward and having to learn the same mistakes again and again and again as, as empires fall and civilizations crumble, what is it should we be looking at? What is it that we should be learning? I'm very interested, Spirit. What is it that we need or should be learning? Okay, the king of pentacles, money. But this is like how we view money. I really do believe that the uh, pentacle suite in the tarot is all about being secure within ourselves and the king of all the kings in the tarot denote wisdom so wisdom and in our being secure enough to understand that money is needed but it doesn't need it doesn't need us and um we shouldn't be a slave literally to money and we get the ten of swords so there's definitely an era this Capricorn era, again, I feel that is coming to a close. 
I'm hearing that this is sort of foretold and for it's expected. It is the only trajectory. I got that very strongly when I was um, thinking about what I would talk to you about, that th- this is a, is a no-win proposition. The MAGA movement is a no-win proposition. Regression, trying to take people back to the past in whatever way, in whatever way, whatever level of maturity, um, whatever that uh, move is to take people back to the past, it will fail because it's abusive. And what's abusive isn't, isn't at the end of the day, tolerated. If you want to look at the bigger picture, we still have to learn from our abuses and we the abuser still has to learn. We get the two of wands if you haven't learned the lesson. So we've got something coming to fruition in time. That's in the past position. What's in the sky? The truth. Yeah. Okay. So our, it's it's humanity's search for the truth because we know that, that our survival depends upon that. And so the collective has already deemed that the MAGA movement must go down in flames because the truth is that we need to progress, not regress. We have the Emperor card, power control but the emperor is also very wise we are moving into the north node uh, we have already moved into the north node in aries this is aries card in the major arcana the emperor and the emperor is a combination of the four kings this is about wisdom this is about maturity and this is about emotional intellect as much as immaturity whatever the opposite is of wisdom and emotional maturity and security and self-worth, whatever the opposite is there, that's what is holding a certain section back. That is where the maggots reside. And so I do say they're, they're vulnerable and they're lost. The Eight of Wands, the truth is moving very, very quickly in all manner. And I've talked a lot about these times. Um, it's an acceleration of what? of this search for the truth, for for something that we can agree on that takes us forward. And we get the environment is, again, as I say, we, we, we need, we have to move out of trouble. We cannot stay on that island forever. And I have to say, I go back to DeSantis and Trump. I mean, this politics and power and those that support him, you know, that they're losing. Trump was losing from the moment he walked down those gold elevators, supposedly gilded elevators, whatever they were, the illusion. He was losing from that moment onwards. The three of wands in the hopes and fears. Uh, there's a huge movement I know you can feel it. I know you can see it. We need to acknowledge it. There's a huge movement below the surface towards progress, towards evolution, towards survival. And towards unity across the world. We have 
stability at the uh, at the outcome here. Stability, the truth, as I said, brings forward stability in in our civilization, and we also get a retreat. A retreat. That's what the de-evolving, devolving <laughs> maggers and those that would take us back to to indoctrination, religious indoctrination. It's not going to work. I get the six of pentacles. It's the buffalo, the six of pentacles. Buffalo almost eradicated. Well, it's not now. There was a lot of work that needed to be done. The six of pentacles, whispers on the wind. That if we don't learn and if we don't achieve stability right across the board and if we can't do that in politics and 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 power plays and if we deviate away from the from the truth we won't survive and we get justice this is the move back toward equilibrium this is the move back toward balance and it's a highly karmic card so we do need to speak up. We do need to pay attention to what's going on. We do need to participate because the balance of our civilization is at stake. And I feel it's a never-ending cycle, but sometimes things get out of, out of balance and what we're doing now is correcting, course correcting. And that is through our politics as much as anything else. And remembering that uh, it's never, it's never extreme. We all, it's never black and white. It is always a surge toward something we can all agree on, the middle ground, consensus. It's always a search for balance. And that way we can all step forward. All right, that's the uh, podcast, Random Sage, uh, for this week. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back again. Bye for now.